Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter with my co-host Matt. Hello. And uh, this is a little awkward. Um, we recorded a new episode um, two hours ago uh, with uh, Tom and uh, Lee, which you probably listened to last week. Um, and so uh, Matt and I decided we were going to do a, another recap of Star Trek. And it turns out that we uh, did, you know, true to us form and talked a, a little longer than intended. Um, so this is going to be, uh, the following episode, which we just got done recording is us talking about, um, the last episode of Star Trek Picard and, uh, following into just some other <laughs> more ramblings about Star Trek in general. Uh, so yeah. this is, I guess, officially our, maybe, maybe not really on uno- it's unofficially our Star Trek episode, I'd say. Yeah. Just our conclusion to Picard. I'm sorry about this, but yeah, we, <laughs> like, we, we really thought our Picard discussion would be like 15 minutes and it turned out to be a very lengthy one so yeah uh, yeah this episode uh is just primarily us talking and spoiling picard uh and that's all it's really going to be and then you know the following week we'll have more of a general discussion or we'll have a topic to discuss but we just kind of screwed the pooch on this one and just went way too long yes and that's a good point so if you don't want uh, star trek picard uh to be spoiled Turn this off now. Skip this episode. Don't listen to it until you've done that. Maybe pause and then go. Take the download at least, please. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah, well, yeah, of course, take the download. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, is it ABC, CBS? I can never remember. Yeah, CBS All Access. Yep. And uh, the show is done. Um, It's one season, 10 episodes, I believe. So you can probably binge it in the amount of time that you can have the free, what is it, two week or one week trial? I don't know. I thought it was a month, but I guess it's been a while um, since I've known what they did. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure we had it for two weeks. I could be wrong. But, uh, so, yeah, go binge that show if you haven't watched it yet. If you're even remotely a Star Trek fan, it's amazing. Um, uh, Maddie and I both thoroughly enjoyed it, if not had some issues with it. But it's not perfect, no but it's what. good no. and worth watching. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's our loose review of it, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, again, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, and thanks. here. Here's our show on that. Thank you. We're recording. We're recording live. Uh, all right. So yeah, let's do some recap. Um, I finished Picard. So, um, yep. And that's what we wanted to talk about. Uh, was there anything else we wanted that you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I can't really think of anything else. Nothing yeah. else has really happened that we've recapped lately. So yeah, that's. For sure. uh, yeah, we just uh, – uh, I was thinking about it earlier this week, and yeah. I thought very much it's like Dexter's probably going to finish Picard. He's got mm-hmm. one more episode, so we need to have a moment to discuss the ending. And originally we thought about doing it this at the beginning, but just to, for the sake of time and stuff, uh, Lee only wanted to be on for about an hour because he's got some stuff to do. Which we overshot, yeah. I didn't want to keep Tom, so I thought about today at work going, you know, let's let them go. Let's let's do the image discussion first, and then we can do our Star Trek discussion. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, with that being said, too, we're going to be talking about the last episode. Uh, so spoilers. Ahead. Yeah, spoilers. If you don't want to if you don't want to hear about it, just, you know what, uh, turn it off now. No problem with that yeah. because this is I mean, the show's been done for a while, but we've already discussed so much about it. So yeah. that's and I, quite I, kind of a good idea to keep it at the very end. So yeah. Can and I, I tried to, it. I tried to skate around some of the spoiler things last time, which I, I'm oh, sure we spoiled matter. some stuff, but I tried not I, to. It, it doesn't matter. It but really does. definitely right now, uh, I mean, we're going to be specifically talking about the last episode. So spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> the finale happened. Uh, 
it it culminates down to, it culminates down to uh, Picard trying to stop the androids uh, from da- 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 uh, Data's children essentially. Yeah. Uh, from calling in some a race of androids that apparently are willing to destroy all organic life. Yeah. And so- the Ro- the Romulans are showing up to. Uh, destroy it, which has been the plot for the show the whole time. Apparently, yeah. Romulans are very android phobic, and so a final battle takes place with Picard's forces, the androids' forces, and the Romulans. Yeah, and I mean, th- that all being said, so the the show kind of just starts off, which I don't think we really got into this. So anyone who's really not familiar with it, it starts off where the Romulans are hunting down uh, this one android. She gets killed. Uh, and then uh, Picard finds out that there's another twin android uh, and that they are based off of a like single nano cell from data, which basically One positronic net yeah. of data. And so Picard's biggest thing is he wants to find data's children because after 20 years, Picard still feels guilty that data died. Yeah. To save his life. Himself. Yes. Yes. And he think, and I guess, for he he has kind of hope that uh i don't think he has hope that data could still be saved but he has hope to save data's legacy yeah and and like and the reason why that's an issue for one thing the romulans are hunting them down but also the federation has outlawed all artificial intelligent uh androids and yeah. so basically if they get found by anybody, they're going to be shut down if there's not like a proper protocol followed. And so Picard wants to protect them. And really what – at first he only knows about the one and then they find out that there's a whole like colony um, and they go and find them. And it, it's it was kind of funny to me because the whole time – have you ever played Mass Effect? No. Yeah. So the whole point of Mass Effect is almost this exact same thing where there are these – there's uh, – I, I always got the feeling that they were artificial intelligence and like just these giant like ship-sized robots and they just mm-hmm. – and they kind of in a Borgy sense of way will like reprogram people and turn them into like these pawns essentially to, to, to like sweep across the entire universe – or galaxy, mm-hmm. maybe I think it's the galaxy, uh, and just basically of evolution, so that every it just they kickstart everything back over again, and yeah. so and especially once they in this show they do open up like that portal, like a wormhole of, of sorts, to allow the the artificial intelligence to come and start their Armageddon essentially, uh, and it just like those weird tentacles that came through, it was just like wow, they're kind of just ripping off Mass Effect. I don't know anything about that, but that yeah, was yeah, something yeah. I was going to ask you about. It was it was interesting, which I'm fine with. But I think the most interesting thing, just going off of this plot and not digging into it quite yet, uh, is that it, it it's it's very reminiscent of that episode with Q uh, in the Next Generation. Uh, the first time he like I don't remember exactly what was going on, but Q like brings a Borg cube to yeah. the ship. Or to like, or maybe he brings them to a board cube. I don't remember, but like they see it for the first time, and they're just like, and and Q is just like, these guys are out here. They're going to come and get you. Yeah, uh, Q launches them uh, like a across- very far distance and runs into the board to prove a point that, um, because Picard, I I watched the episode just a couple months ago. It's okay. Picard. Uh, Q tells him he has no idea what is out there. Yeah, Picard says they're ready to meet it head on. 
and figure it out. So Q shows him the Borg and proves himself you're not ready for this. Yeah. Um, and so I guess basically once we found that out, that these android, these like super, super advanced androids exist, it made me think about that. So like now that the Federation more or less has, I don't know that they can necessarily travel to the Delta Quadrant yet, uh, which is no, where, they... the Borg, where the Borg are, but they at least know about it. Like Voyager has mapped most of it, I presume. Um, and so like nothing as nothing about the galaxy feels as alien as it did at the beginning of the next generation of, uh, that, of that show. Like just the I... galaxy does the galaxy in Star Trek feels a lot smaller now than it did. You think so? Yes. I, I never felt that way because, well, the Delta Quadrant's not that well mapped out by Voyager. Yeah, um, well, there's just like that one course. They, had, they did a lot of jumps all over the place. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they still don't know squat about the Gamma Quadrant. Oh, that's true. So, well, but basically, I think what what I'm enjoying, I guess, about the fact that they brought this new race of androids up is like it's creating that same sense of terror i suppose <laughs> uh, uh that the borg created um and just like and it, what bugged me a lot is that they didn't bring that up that like hey you know we stopped them from coming but they're still out there and now they know we're here <laughs> you know um i mean I, I i get what you're saying i think i don't think that's what they were trying to convey yeah, like I mean, do you think that they're ever going to bring this race up again? Do you think they're I just going to leave they exist. it? Yeah, I, I honestly I don't know how to feel about that portal opening up and revealing that they were all that they were right. Yeah, because so it was I, a I uh, Romulan prophecy. That. Yeah, and so I then was... this Romulan prophecy turns out to be true, which it's based off of. I mean, it's based off of like old religious re- legend, like Star Trek. It's done a bunch of things uh, throughout the shows at least the next generation and now this one where they turn a lot of religion into like this cross uh species uh religion essentially and that a lot of like like armageddon um biblical like end of time like it's just they bring up that the fact that like there's just different names for it in different religions and in the Romulan one, they just happened to like have this very similar thing about the end of, end of times. And then they find this, uh, what it was like eight stars, like, they uh, moved stars. Yeah. They, they moved stars. And they don't like, explain how that was. That's one yeah. thing that used to be, there's, there's a lot of stuff in this, fin- in the finale and in Picard in general yeah. that I'm very confused by. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you watched it more recently than I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't talk about how stars were moved. Well, the uh, androids did it. The super highly advanced androids did it. Yeah, which I still don't know. I still confuse that that well, was actually they were real. Uh, well, but it's like, why would they do that and then leave? Like that just well, seems unless they're just doing that in every solar or every galaxy, I suppose. Uh, my question though is, and I you've watched it recently. Yeah. How did they know about these beings? The androids. Yeah. What do you mean? How did the androids know about those super androids? Um, so it was because the Romulans found that that star system, the eight star system. No, like how how did the androids know about this? Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Okay. So the Romulans found that planet in the middle of that star system, and on that planet was that like weird 
table thing and then they all went like they put their hands on it and they saw had that vision of the oh, end of times essentially okay. okay so then the 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 federation uh what's her name oh oh yeah yeah the so she's uh part vulcan so she's half vulcan half romulan oh she so mind she's... melds with the doctor and then yep. that one android mind melds with her okay yep yep i completely forgot about that because i kept seriously wondering how do they know about this? Yeah. I totally forgot about that mind meld, which I know a lot of people had kind of problems with that an android can mind meld. Mm, uh, but they're not I, like... I can't not, deny that. They're organic androids, though. Like, I don't see why they couldn't. I think it's mainly because it's established that mind melds are strictly a, a Vulcan ability. It's, it's well, a form of telepathy. It's a form of telepathy. So, I, I mean, that being said, too, like, I, I guess I don't see if you're going to be manufacturing humans to that level, I don't see why you can't also give them a telepath telepathy, I suppose. But at the same then at the same time, like, uh, you know, they have zero emotion, really. I mean, they well, kind of do. They, but uh, you but um, uh, Deanna Troy couldn't even read the emotions. Um, on, she couldn't read the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. She and so. But yeah, that, it's one of those things where yeah. I just find it weird that they can make uh, uh, organic androids that can use Vulcan yeah. abilities when they, the Federation technically can't make humans with special abilities. And when they've tried, yeah. it's backfired. Uh, the eugenics war and yeah. the Bashir people from D Space Nine. Uh, yeah, is that part of the eugenics war? I'm not super familiar No, with no, that, it but... was a resurrection of it. They were trying to make super smart people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and... Backfired. the only the so... only success was Bashir, but even he wasn't actually a success. He had to he had to learn uh to uh not turn out like so many of his uh yeah. genetically engineered brethren did. But Yeah, like when he was it... he was genetically engineered on like the black market, right? Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like yeah. that's why I find it a little weird that you can make an android have that ability i know that's a discussion for people well, in the community that that's not that shouldn't have been a thing in, in picard because yeah i get that yeah i i don't know yeah it's a weird I, one i did think it was weird when it happened but at the same time like it i felt like it immediately set that character up to be a villain like she oh. just was weird 100 <laughs> percent. Uh, like yeah i mean okay so yeah they reveal it uh, the Federation ends up showing up, laying claim to the alien planet, which forces the Romulans to disappear. And uh, I guess there's no point to beat around the bush. Picard dies. Yeah. Oh, man. And OK. And so when they land on that planet, too, uh, and they meet the people, one of we brought this up in the last episode. But one of the, like the only human on the planet was um Mm. Uh, Dr. Soong, uh, I forget his name, but he's the son of the guy who, of Noonien Soong, who uh, created Data. And it's just funny because it's just like, they never mentioned this guy before. And basically nope. they just needed somebody there to be, to explain they needed, everything. They wanted someone for Brent Spiner to play. Yeah, that too. Um, and, and so, and the thing though too, is he had a golem there, which, so he had a, an Android that was empty essentially. He had and a so bio-organic or he had a biomechanical Android that apparently he was intending to transfer his consciousness yep. into. As soon as they showed that and revealed that it was the only one on the planet, I was like, I knew immediately Picard is going in there. I did too. 
<laughs> that was like I did too. It was not subtle whatsoever when they showed that thing. And I kind of was a little also thrown back by the idea where it's like it's the only one. Okay, yeah. what's stopping you from building more? Right? Yeah. I mean, I, if they were able to build it on this like planet that was out in the middle of nowhere and with limited supplies, presumably. Yes. Although like they're just like manufacturing like whatever random robots they want, like butterflies and cats. Yeah, they can build anything like, they want, essentially. What, well, and then and they built like a couple more of those orchid. Uh, they have these massive, massive like ship giant organic orchids. So it's like, where are they getting their supplies? Like, is this How just are like they a really them? right? Is this just like a really rich planet? Like, yeah, rich in uh, whatever. Show's not show's not perfect. No. And, uh, yeah, what? I wanted to say something else. Oh, okay. So that all being said too. So once Picard dies, uh, they kind of like run, well, I mean, they have to like buffer his consciousness in order to get him into the golem. Uh, and so while they're doing that, they run him through the server, basically that data's memory. So they reveal that data's memory is being stored on this server. So at that point too, it's just like, why don't they just throw that into a golem? I just thought of that. But anyway, yeah, data can be resurrected and it's, uh, but like they never did, they never resurrect him. No, they didn't. And they always kept saying it's just a portion of him, but you actually data's in the episode when Picard dies he goes to kind of a cyber purgatory. Yeah. And well, just like Data's the there. Yeah. And this episode and this series kind of ends up being a farewell to a character that died almost 20 years ago. And I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed that about it. Like, no, I, no, it's a good Brent Spiner's yeah. data looked really good. I don't know what they did. A lot of makeup, a lot of CGI yeah. on his face, but it was a very touching uh, episode and story as a farewell to Data, yeah. Picard's best friend, who Picard didn't really give two shits about through all of TNG and most <laughs> movies. Let's, yeah. I mean, I, I like the show, but that's that's true. I mean, yeah, a lot of shit that they say in Picard is not accurate remotely. Like, always it did say feel it. weird. Yeah. Did you ever doubt Data? Never. And there's like a Buddy half did. a dozen episodes where Data portrays the the the, the crew. He kills yeah. people. He causes unintentional harm. And Picard is very cold to him. And yeah. Picard, I, mean, I mean, very much Picard throughout TNG doesn't technically consider Data a person. Well, yes and no, because there is that episode where they go to court and Picard defends Data, saying that he is a living being. Uh no, I believe Picard Am I is. The, that? No, I believe Picard is the judge. Oh yeah, they make him be the judge, but he didn't want to be the judge. I don't know. Yes, but he had. He was. Uh, um, who defended Data? Oh, Riker, I believe defended. Yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, I immediately thought it was Riker, wasn't it? Yeah. Not yeah. Remember. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of episodes where Picard very much sees Data as just like a lot of people. Because let's not kid yeah. ourselves. Picard is a great captain. He, but he's, he does lack certain emotion. He, he lacks emotional yeah. attachment and yeah, that's a driving, which is what makes him a good captain. Yes, yeah. exactly. He is a very emotionally detached person and I'm not going to sit here and throw a fit saying that the Picard and the show Picard is not the Picard from TNG. It's a 20 year gap. 
Yeah, he's older. <laughs> a lot of things change with the person. But uh, Picard notoriously hates children, and <laughs> in Picard, he in the show Picard, he loves children. Uh, uh, but there is a twenty-year gap, and I'm not about to I'm not about to discredit that. But I do find it a little weird that the show leans on the idea that him and Data were best friends. Yeah, well. <laughs> The thing, too, is it, they did a good job, I, I feel like, of making him still seem emo- like it difficult for him to exhibit emotion. Uh, my favorite scene being when Raffi, like, so he's going, he's staying and Raffi is going back to um, their ship to repair it because yeah. they had to crash on the planet with the androids. And so, and she's just kind of giving him a farewell because, mostly just because, like, they know that his... Um, his brain, whatever's wrong with his brain is going to kill him soon. Cause he was having a couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, and so she was giving him like this goofy farewell because this is like, Hey, you might die before I get back because of your thing. Uh, and so, and she just like, she basically came down to like, I just want to say, I love you. And he, he doesn't even say that back. He's just like, I feel the same way. Yep. Uh, you know, he walks away. And then as he's walking away, he says, I feel the same way. And it's just, yeah. Which was, it was a fun little like scene, but it it established just that like, yeah, he's still having issues with emotion essentially. It, yeah. And I, I felt some portions of the finale were a bit rushed. I thought Riker showing up with Starfleet was so rushed because it seemed like came out of nowhere. They came out of nowhere. And also I have a little technical issue. All the, all the Starfleet ships were identical. Yeah. I had a little problem with that. That there, I also was a little disappointed he wasn't writing in on like the Enterprise E or the Enterprise F, whatever it could be. Some new Enterprise, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he is just there, and all of the uh, Starfleet ships are literally identical. I had issues with that. Um, what what I hated too is once everything was like quote unquote resolved, everyone just leaves. Like the Romulans leave, and then the Federation just leave. Yeah, it's just like. Literally, they they left no one there to like make sure things stay okay. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, Federation in theory, claims it, and the well, Romulans, yeah, but like nothing was stopping the Romulans from just like warping right back, yeah, and destroying I, the place. That <laughs> and the I guess the idea that you know you saw a two I think it was they said two hundred a two hundred strong Romulan fleet. Yeah, yeah, they kept saying that. Yeah. And it's a species that apparently is endangered. Yeah, there's uh, didn't what did they say if a few thousand or something? Like it was just whoever was off world when the planet exploded, which is still yeah. been a lot. But I mean, it is still a like, long shot that they didn't like. And none I of their ships would have been on the planet when it exploded. I mean, so they still have all their ships. They like still have they, their, they still have an empire. They were they were the third, yes. they were the third empire in. Uh, in Star Trek, you know, that's the, a good point. The like they just, the Klingons and the Romulans yeah. and the Romulan space is huge. And yeah, it was their, their home world's star that exploded. Right. But they have thousands of colony worlds. Oh they yeah. Were, yeah. Yeah. It was the, sorry. Were, yeah. They were the, uh, they were the, uh, they were so important to, jo- to joining the dominion war. And, the show really opens with emphasizing that the Romulans are an endangered species. Their refugees are living on earth. Uh, well, and then that weird planet that they went to go get, uh, Oh, the assassin nuns. Yeah. Yeah. And And like, everyone is complaining about how everything is so horrible because of Picard. And there's a 200 strong. That doesn't make any sense now that you say that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to discredit the show because I think it is a good show. But yes. It it really doesn't feel like the Romulans are really in such a bad shape. They talk about we talked about it. The neutral zone dissolved. Yeah. Uh, the Romulans are like living refugee like like we're on the nun planet and there's a bar that has no humans allowed like they're living in slums. There's the senator. Yeah. That uh, that picked a fight with Picard. There's a two. I'm going to stress it again. There's a 200 strong Romulan fleet. Yeah. And, well, it's, and then, it's very much emphasized that's not the main fleet. That's just 200 ships. And then uh, they're the ones in charge of the the Borg cube artifact. Like, Which I my, guess is just it, it's, it, they're in charge of it just because it's in their space, I guess. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. about that. That makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, they're in charge of it because it's in their space. But then eventually we learn that it's because they caused the they caused the cube to explode because of uh, one of the Romulans who was part of that ritual. Her brain broke. And when oh, yeah. the ship was assimilated, the Borg couldn't handle it, which I'm kind of baffled that they couldn't handle one individual with mental trauma. But yeah, yeah. Thank you for saying that. I don't think I made that connection because, like, they kind of so the show weird. did a couple things like out of confusing. order. Yeah, because oh, they kind oh. they show that lady and they establish that she's kind of crazy, and then I realized that she was in that ritual, but I didn't yeah. make that. I didn't think back and make that connection. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, some people I like. I liked the uh, the female lead Romulan, the sister. Uh, oh yeah, I yeah, got, yeah. I got a question. What happened to the brother? Yeah, that uh, I forgot about that too. He. Uh, what happened to him? He's in the final episode, but I don't remember what. So, happened. okay, so um, they the androids build the tower, and they uh, they're about to turn it on, and that's when. So he the the brother Romulan. Whatever, I can't think. Yeah, I'm horrible with these names, but he. Um, Narek. Is his name Narek. Narek. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I got that he right. he shows up at. Um, Oh man, I can't even think of the name of that ship. But he shows up uh, at Rios's ship and explains to them like hey, what's going on. And so they're like, "Okay, yeah, we need to go destroy the like yeah, we'll work with you. You helps. seem to be on our level right now, at least." Yeah, he helps cause a distraction to stop it all. Yeah. So but, as soon yeah, as soon I can't as remember he, what happens to him. as soon as he starts the distraction, because uh, the idea was that they were going to blow it up, and so he was. They brought him to back to the peep to the androids i guess as a, a um as a prisoner because he killed one of them which was a lie but uh and so yeah and he causes a distraction while the other ones are going to blow up the pylon uh and basically the last scene you see him in is a bunch of androids just tackling him and then you never it? see and then you never see him again and they okay, never talk I about him again about that i was thinking yep. there wasn't a conclusion to him so maybe he there died was not, a prisoner or something i i I would imagine he's a prisoner. Um, he's got to be on like the uh, Rios' ship or something in his I, break or something. That's got to be something for season two. And like taking him back to the Federation. I mean, they could literally do whatever they want with him at this point. Um, yeah, he, he's, he, he fulfilled his purpose of being something. <laughs> yeah, and I can see him being uh, like an ongoing pro, um, antagonist just because like he does legitimately seem to be in love with Soji still. It depends if they, yeah, because Soji goes with him. Uh, you know what? I'll go far as to say I don't think he's going to be an antagonist. I'm going to go on a whim and say he's going to be an anti-hero. 
Yeah, well, and I can also see him like I mean, yeah, I, I guess antihero would be the best thing. Like, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say antagonist necessarily, but he's definitely not a protagonist. Like, nobody's ever going to trust him. Um, yeah, well, we never. Although, know. We although never they were know. able to like redeem that doctor lady somehow after she like, I mean, you could say she went crazy because of the vision and killed somebody, but like <sighs> before, she still kind of got off with killing Maddox, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, and like up until like they got to that planet, they were all just like, "You're a horrible person, and we hate you." And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, like they just all trust her quite uh, suddenly. <laughs> You know, the funny thing is that actress looked very familiar and I could never She's put my finger on it. In I something, just, I, looked I looked her up. I looked her up the other week and I yeah. realized I've seen her in a movie. Yeah, what was she in? She's in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah! She's I've not the seen drummer that in Scott Pilgrim. Sorry, brother. Uh, she's what? She's the drummer in Scott Pilgrim. Mm. I have that. My brother gave it to me. Um, it's his favorite movie, and I, I've had it for years, and I've not watched it yet. I don't like it. I've never liked Scott Pilgrim. Oh, don't tell Wes. I know. Oh, I get hate. I get hissed at for that. I don't like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I found it I, to be very seemed, un, uh, uninteresting film because the main character is just completely so unlikable. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a very polarizing film. I've only heard of people loving it or hating it. Which is why yeah. I don't but really yeah, um, want to watch it. Anyway, we don't have to talk well, about Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, but I mean, well, we, we grazed upon it, but it does need discussion. Uh, Card dies. Yeah. Um, his, uh, his illness, and he dies. And uh, I don't know how to feel about that, because on one part of me, Picard is dead. But he's yeah. re- he's put in a robot body that's biological, well, and they tell him uh, the body will last as long as he was originally intended without the disease. Yeah, he's got no enhancements. He is essentially Picard. A part of me goes, but Picard did die, and then I have to remember in Star Trek how they kind of ruined the idea of Star of so much when they revealed that every time you go through a transporter, you also yeah. die. Yeah, never talked about that ever because I could have gone always without knowing that because that's something that's always been burned in my brain. So yeah. the idea that Picard did die, but they moved his consciousness into a bio android body. Well, that's and that's exactly how transportation works. Like you're just moving yeah. the conscious and rebuilding the body, which makes no sense. That that I the wish Federation they never would be okay that with that. Star Trek. I wish that was yeah. never discussion and i think it's the Riker episode that's brought up because Riker gets yeah. duplicated yeah and uh tim right or tom Riker. Tom yeah Riker. yeah he goes by his middle name yeah. um but i wish that was never brought up because i don't take it because i really just don't know how to feel about the idea that picard's alive but i also am like yeah but every time you're transported you also die and but i mean yeah. it's a star trek there is no such thing as an afterlife or a human no. soul in star trek yeah and, and so, so to them for all intents and purposes he's he's alive like that's just that's it, what star trek runs on yeah i mean he is alive picard is mm-hmm. living he's in a bio body he's essentially in a clone and yeah. but his consciousness was moved but he did die but like i said it's a godless uh fiction so I guess it shouldn't matter, but me as a person thinks it does. And I just it, can't turn off that part of my brain that thinks that way. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it causes. I definitely, I'm viewing him differently. Um, but at the same time, it's just like Patrick Stewart's getting up there in age. Like, and I know that they have another season coming, but like, I just, I don't They'll see the a season three by the first episode of season two. You know, they will. They'll what? They'll announce a season three the day the season two episode season yeah, two yeah, starts. Yeah. But I mean. I, Basically, they and they kind of alluded like he has another seventy plus years, which yeah, it's the future. They can live longer. Yeah, but, they can live to be like two hundred, two hundred and fifty. But Patrick Stewart's not going to, and so <laughs> well, neither are us. I mean, this show may get like two more, another season or two. Yeah, which I, well, it'll get it'll get a couple seasons. Um, yeah, all they did was reset really his weird Patrick illness. Stewart takes care of himself. He does. He's a fit guy. But um, but like th- my my whole point i guess is like all they really did was retcon his weird brain illness away and which, he has a working heart now he has what he has a working heart now oh yeah that was funny what what, what was that line uh i don't remember but i just know that picard had a robot oh yeah 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 his life no it was beca- okay so they brought it up so when he they escaped the board cube uh because like they're being the romulans find out they're there and so they start oh and he runs into soji because it's when she got kind of like activated as an android oh, she, tried, she plans to shoot him and he says like you can go ahead but it's a uh, uh well no it's not her artificial. it's <laughs> after they they transport to um riker's like to Riker's house, essentially. Oh, and, and Riker's, Riker's daughter. daughter shows up with a bow and arrow, and she's aiming. He's like, "You might as well aim that at my head because my android heart, like, it won't penetrate my android heart." That's right. Yeah, uh, which is hilarious. And then she, that was a. I love that character, by the way. Like that. Oh, Riker's uh, daughter. Riker's she daughter? Was, yeah. Oh, because like they're wa- they're walking back. He's like, "I wouldn't have done it. I'm a pacifist." As she's carrying a dead rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, uh, the, we didn't even talk about the Riker no, we didn't. episode. I loved that episode. It it's was a good so episode. good. It's a sad yeah. episode too. Especially so when sad. When they talk about how Riker and Troy's son was born yeah. on a starship. He didn't have a home. And, oh, and it was he, so horrible the way that they slowly, like, you don't realize it at first. And they just, like, slowly, like, talk more and more about it. And you're just like, yeah. holy crap, they have a dead son, don't they? Yeah, their <sighs> son was born on a starship. He lived on a starship. He, uh, um, he didn't, he always dreamed of having a home because he didn't see Beta Zed or, um, or Earth as his home, so yep. he would create language. He created his own world, or he created multiple worlds, and Some he created languages. Of languages, yeah. And his son, de- their son, developed uh, a, a mortal, a very a, mortal a silicon disease. Vi- a silicon-based virus. And the meaning, only way to cure yeah. it was with synth- synth- a positronic net. And unfortunately, well, Riker left Starfleet, so did Troy. They settled on a planet that has natural healing abilities. And it still wasn't enough for their son, and he passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, they very much talk about how he he died at like age twelve or something. Yeah, he died at like twelve years old because I think but they he's... said his nineteenth birthday was like a week ago, and he's been dead for like seven years. So he died very. Yeah. He died as a little boy, but he's and, clearly a genius, sort of thing. Yeah, he was very smart, and it is very sad. Uh, and the nerd in me, the Star Trek nerd in me, always kind of has to ask, what about the planet in Star Trek Insurrection? Uh, yeah, is that, I mean, is that the same planet? No. Uh, but that's a planet that does actually heal. I mean, I would have imagined that they tried that sort, you know. 
I don't, I don't know. know. They don't talk about it, but there's a damn planet out there that that's essentially it's a giant world of of Wolverine where it's a giant healing yeah. factor and and will actually make you younger. And I mean, it healed Jordy's eyes. So yeah. it's Which one of those. Were, where, or, yeah. What'd you say? Well, and Jordy's eyes were replaced by robot eyes, weren't they? Yeah, he got robot eyes. And so it's like he, he or he had to take the implants out. So yeah, that's just it, weird. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, I guess you'd think that like that should cure a silicon-based virus. I guess. I mean, it was making Picard more young. It was putting yeah. through puberty. <laughs> yeah, um, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I was actually thinking about that movie today, and I don't dislike that movie. I liked and, it a lot. It, it was a long episode. It, it didn't okay. feel like a movie. It, it felt like an episode. That, but you know what? Isn't that the best compliment for a show that's co- for a TV show? Yeah. No, I I have no qualms about it. It just yeah. like it. The thing about like uh, Next Generation, um, since we're I guess kind of getting off Picard a little bit, but um, the what was it? First Contact. First Contact felt like a thriller movie. That's what it was. It's exactly very what. action thriller movie. But that's not what the show ever was. And so nope. then, what, what was that one? Uh, the movie that we were just talking about, like on the planet. That's Insurrection, okay. So, like, yeah, Insurrection was just straight up a very long episode that was very high-quality, well-produced. Mm-hmm. Um, it, because, like, nothing ever felt... Like, like up until, like, the very, like, maybe last battle, like, fight sequence, like, nothing felt, like... I don't know, like, um... Like, I, I guess thrilling. There was a lot of action, but, like... It just felt like an episode, I guess. I don't know, yeah. maybe a two-part episode. And I even think that way with uh, I even feel that way with uh, next uh, with Generations the movie and Nemesis. I yes. do feel like oh, they're sure. very TV show like, which is appropriate. Yes, and a lot of criticism for the last J.J. Abrams Star Trek. It, he didn't direct it, but it's J.J. Abrams Star Trek universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Beyond, everyone said that felt like a lot like a TV like an episode, and I was like, which I one? Think is that's a good Con thing. One? What the Con one into darkness? No, uh, Beyond. Uh, the one with Idris Elba as the villain. Oh, yeah. That one felt like a show or an episode to me as well, I thought. And I think that's appropriate for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I liked that one a lot. I do, too. Uh, way I way better than his other two, one. yeah. I mean, I hated Into Darkness with Khan, but... Yeah, that, uh, they could have done I such do. a better job with that, yeah. Yeah, it was just so garbagey. Whatever, uh, yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> I, liked, I liked Beyond a lot. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I thought they... Uh, I don't I know. I'm that. excited to see where they take Picard. Yeah, I'm. Oh man, I wish that the second season was done. I'm so like mad that I have to wait. <laughs> it's gonna be a long wait too. Yeah, I know. Oh well. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. No. I mean, it was nice to see Riker back. Uh. Oh, for sure. It was good to see. Uh. Just. It, it was good to catch up on some of these people. And yeah. Like we were saying a while back, I, I do hope we see Worf. I hope we see Jordy. Yep. yep. Uh, I hope we do get to see Crusher at one point. Uh, Wesley? No, Gates McFadden. Oh, I was going to say, because like Wesley went off in, on some weird he was adventure. In a, he was in Nemesis. He was in Nemesis was? In, a, in, a, in a Starfleet uniform. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he came I, back. I do not remember Nemesis at all. I've seen that movie. I don't. I, I remember the scene where Data dies, and that's all I remember. I thought Tom Hardy did a really good job as a clone. Yeah, I need to go back and watch it. I think like I just must have been. I think I was too young for it at the time. Maybe I saw it I, theaters. Yeah, no, I did too. Did we see? We probably saw it together, didn't we? I saw it with Ryan and Travis. 
I wasn't there? No. Sounds like I would have been there. Eh, I know. It's a little weird, but yeah, I saw it with Ryan and Travis. I saw it in the theater, too. I wonder why. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the card ended. He's given another X amount of years. Everything kind of worked out kind of hastily. Yeah. Uh, Starfleet and, lifted the android ban, yep. and they found out it was actually Romulans who caused it all. <laughs> Let uh, alone a Federation, like, top their uh, number one security officer. Yeah. Um, I mean... <laughs> Great. It's a little weird that it was all it was so android heavy, but when you find mm-hmm. out that it was, the show can uh, culminate to just being a goodbye for data. Yeah, uh, you do get it because I mean, yeah, you do. If Nemesis didn't have a good goodbye to data, I mean, it was they. No, I mean, Nemesis was a heavy data movie because it was written by his by Brent Spiner's best friend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the thing. And, uh, but yeah, they, they gave data a farewell. They gave mm-hmm. Picard a farewell, but they, they're going to keep him on. Yeah. That was so, weird. Knowing um, that he doesn't actually die watching the farewell is just like, oh, that's weird. Why are they doing this? Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see if they bring back a Q. Yeah. I, I was actually, I was talking to my wife, Kelsey about that. And I was just like, I feel like the only direction, like the, the next season, has to be something with Q. Otherwise, like, I don't... Cause, just because of, like, how big the deal was. Like, this... I mean, this show was galaxy-destroying-level stuff, which I don't feel like Star Trek has ever really done. Like, maybe with Borg, maybe. That's about but, it. Borg but, some like, of the movie plots are always galaxy-threatening, but... Yeah, but, like... And so, it's just, like, the next season, it has to be, like... Q has to show up and say, like, hey, guys, I'm sorry, but the Q decided to kill everybody, so we oh, need to I don't stop know. him. I, I would like, kind of refer Q just to be uh, revisiting his old roots of just being a merry mischief maker. I mean, that too. But, like, it, the thing, though, is, like, they I almost feel like they have to bring Q into it just to bring that level of just insanity. Uh, you know, I've <laughs> thought about it, and there's two ways to go with it, really, yeah. or maybe three ways to go with it. Bring okay. back some more TNG. Maybe make a Q a Q yeah, centered. Yeah. I mean, with Guyan being returning, apparently they could do a lot with Guyan. Yeah, he has a relationship with Q. I could see them, like we talked about, bring back some, bring some Voyager characters in, like Seven of Nine. Yeah. Uh, well, Seven is part of the crew now. She was on the I ship. I hope so. I hope she, she was. Is. She was holding know, hands but with you know Raffi. She could just leave. Uh, yeah, I guess. I always thought, I and know. I made the joke about this in our group chat months ago. Maybe, maybe go find Cisco in Deep Space Nine. Yes, man, I'm I'm so like mad that they, which I've not ever finished DS Nine, so I guess I don't know where they left it. But like, I don't Cisco know why they never a, gave Cisco. Cisco died and joined with joined with the prophets. All that mumbo jumbo. Oh, but that's dumb. yeah, I mean, not really <laughs> died, but he he became yeah. he went went off with them. So he like. Uh, he elevated to a new form of being, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's well, stupid. Isn't, didn't Worf go basically join the Klingons as well? He was supposed to be the Klingon ambassador for Earth, and then okay. he showed up in the next Star Trek movie as a member of the Enterprise. So take that for what you will. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I always kind of thought, if you're going to do Picard, you've already dabbled in some Voyager crew with Seven, yep. some Orc yep. uh, mythology. Yep. You know, you could head over to you could you could you could bring back Cisco, but I know James Avery is a I think that's his name. Avery Brooks. Uh, Avery Brooks, uh, yeah. 
you know, he's a professor now at a university, so I yeah. guess it would depend. If they wanted to go that route, they would have to find a way to convince him to return to TV. But, yeah, well, they could at least visit, like, Deep Space Nine or, I don't know. Like, it, it didn't seem, like, they almost went to Deep Space something, seven or something, uh, which I was oh, actually kind yeah, of excited Deep about. Space six or some shit like that, yeah. I wish um, they'd done that, but whatever. Uh, like, yeah, well, I mean, it would have just looked like a star, a Federation star base, because Deep uh, Space Nine point. only looked like Deep Space yeah, Nine because it's a Cardassian show. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was kind of bummed to find that out. To find out that most Deep Space stations don't look like that; they all look yeah. like just Federation space stations. The, but uh, the thing, though, that uh, now that you say that too, it reminded me. I was telling Kelsey uh, what made me the most, I think, excited about Picard is it. it I didn't realize it until after I was done that this is the show I've been waiting Star Trek to make because it's a, it's a non-Federation based show. They're yeah, on a non-Federation ship basically run by Han Solo. Uh, like they, br- maybe I brought this up last time, but like they really like turned Star Trek into a Star Wars feeling show. Yeah. And we did discuss that a little okay. bit. Yeah. It, yeah, there there are some parallels where I mean, but that's also what J.J. Abrams did with his uh, Star Trek movies. He brought he put Star yeah, Wars in the Star Trek. But, but like the the J.J. Abrams one, it still felt like it was a hundred like it was all military based, focused on the Federation. Mm-hmm. I really liked the fact that this one, like they almost like uh, weren't allowed to talk about or like do stuff. Like they brought it up a lot, the Federation, but the Federation like just didn't want to work with them because they thought Picard was crazy. And they didn't want to work with Romulans, but you know, that's also a lot of parallels with, Whatever. Uh, yeah, we brought that up. <laughs> our current events in our politics too. Right. Right. Which is and, unfortunate, but it's true. Yeah. And, but, but I, I think that's why one of the reasons I really like this show is because they finally, like made a Star Trek show that wasn't based on the Federation. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's wrong. so much to explore in the in the Star Trek universe that's not Federation. And for some reason, like they just like won't do it. Which is funny considering that I know someone who's very critical of Star Wars and doesn't want the force and uh Star Wars media and we kinda got that with the Mandalorian. Yeah. And honestly the Mandalorian is one of the best things Star Wars has put out. And no, it's like not wrong. And like I would love to see more Star Wars that wasn't based around Jedi, honestly. Like no, there's yeah. so much cool stuff that they could be exploring there. But yeah, well, like everyone just yeah. seems to want to see Jedi and so that's what they keep making. But like I mean, hopefully with the Mandalorian. I mean, I guess Han's the solo movie. Yeah, um, the solo movie. They still had to force some they still had to put some the force in there force, and they had to show a lightsaber. They had a force sensitive person, yeah. No, they didn't have a force sensitive person. They uh, they just threw Darth Maul in there, and he grabbed the lights. He took his he pulled his lightsaber with the force, oh, and he ignited it. Yeah, they need to bring that guy back. Uh, I'm sure they've got plans. Yeah, they brought him back I for that movie. It's, can- it's canon that he's alive. Yeah. Well, he is and he isn't. He's dead. Well, okay, they killed him in the cartoon. Yeah, but yeah, which they he was in the cartoon. So non well, or they need to go back and make more prequels, which is fine. I don't care. No, I I would rather I would rather follow media of characters that I don't know their fate to. That's kind of the problem that I had oh, with the solo movie is I know where it's going to end. So yeah, I mean they can't I don't kill feel anybody. connected to anybody. Did you like? Um, I mean, how did you feel about Rogue One then? I loved Rogue One because they weren't characters I knew. Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess we we didn't know the ending. 
Yeah, but, like, but we know where characters... Count Solo's story is going to go. So why well, do I care about early adventures of him when I know he's got a shield of invincibility around him for 40 right. years? Well, yeah, and honestly, uh, I remember an interview with J.J. Abrams about, like, hey, why did you guys go back in time, like, do the weird time jump with Star Trek? And that was his reasoning. It's like, because if we just told, like, new adventures of the old Star Trek crew, like, they would have a shroud of invincibility. Like, we couldn't do they, anything to them. But now that they were too to do a prequel, and they were too scared to do a remake. So yeah. they decided to do a reboot. Honestly, I kind of like that. Like, the way they did it. Like, I mean, yeah, the movies think- are what they are, but, like... I like the fact that they didn't just start over technically. Like it's still kind of tied in in a really weird roundabout way. I don't th- I think they were too scared to fuck with Star Trek that way. I get that. I, I mean, I think that's totally okay too. Yeah. Um, but I think but they were it, just too scared too. But it also left them open to keep going on with Picard, like to make this Picard show. Like if they had yeah. completely rebooted oh, yeah. it, we're I don't know that they would have done this. Where? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, but it gave them, yeah. I mean, they they decided to go that route, and how yeah. kind of screwed up is it that we are back in the prime timeline again with new stories? Yeah, I mean, it does get confusing because honestly, when we were talking about it, I forgot that uh, I was remembering um, when Nemo or Nero, whatever his name was, destroyed the Vulcan homeworld, and I completely forgot that. I mean, the yeah, the Vulcan homeworld. I completely yeah, forgot that well, the Romulans. Their whole star system died, not just their home world. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they, their solar system blew, which still doesn't mean yeah. No, 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 because they still have like uh, yeah, I'm sure they had other solar systems that they were in charge of. But oh, totally. I mean, yeah. but yeah, that's a yeah, anyway. um, it's pretty great to get that they brought back the OG timeline and they're like, here, let's tell some stories. It's not yeah. erased. Because Which, a lot of people were thinking that it was erased, even though they very much state no. in the first movie that it's an alternate timeline. Yeah, and they had some comics about it too. I know oh, I used man, to have there's one. A I got rid of it. You is in it shows up. Yeah, it's weird. I I don't I don't, I recommend it. It's a it's Picard uh, as I think an ambassador, or he's a captain of the Enterprise E, and Q shows up, and Picard tells him to go away. He's not interested. So Q jumps over to the uh, the J.J. Abrams timeline. Oh, cool. And he brings the, star, the Enterprise into their version hmm. of the current era where the Dominion showed up and they mm. conquered uh, the Federation. And it's all about all these TNG Deep Space Nine characters leading an underground military. Yeah, I read that one. That's a good comic, actually. It's interesting. Yeah. And I don't. Oh, it's all because Q wants to merge with the prophets from Deep Space Nine to become a more powerful. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's what the comic's all about. It's all about him going to an alter. Uh, he jumping parallels yeah. and merging with the prophets. To become a more powerful Q-like being. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a thing. Well, I mean, you know, I think I might split this. I think I might split this into two episodes, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let. Yeah. 